You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcio, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst, and, of course, nationally known comedian, Brett Ernst. Brett, where are we at this weekend, man? Another show. Where, where, where are we at? I'm in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I, saw flew, you. I flew into Kansas City, um, and I had to drive two and a half hours, but Kansas City was... Well, you know, the Dallas Texans became the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's your history lesson. Yep. <laughs> well, so there, there it comes full circle. It does. It does. So, all right, cool, man. And I had I w- a couple, I had a fan from the show come to a sh- to the show last night and uh, he loves Keith. <laughs> he oh, really? more, that's, that's cool, man. Even more than me. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah all right, good. We're spreading all the way to Kansas City, Missouri. He's a, where- he was a diehard Cowboys fan. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. And Keith is coming to you live from Brett Studios in Tampa, Florida. (laughs) Everybody's all over the place and I'm over here in the Chop Studios in good old sunny Matawan, New Jersey. So it is the big week we've been waiting for. Obviously, uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be returning to camp. Uh, Training camp is officially getting kicked off on Wednesday. Uh, We go a little earlier considering the rest of the NFL. The rest of the NFL will actually start the following week. Uh, but as you're listening to this, it's Monday, July the 19th, um, and they're going to be starting camp early because they're scheduled and slated to play in the Hall of Fame game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that means we get one more extra week of practice, uh, which is cool for us, more content for us to talk about, more potential injuries to talk about because we have to have a whole another week of practice. But, I mean, look, it, it, the, the preseasons are obviously – Shortened. On, don't don't bring that word up. We don't want them to look you. <laughs> the preseason shortened, thank God. Um, uh, but it's not for the Dallas Cowboys. They're still going to get four games while everybody else gets uh the new the new format with the with the extra week in the regular season. That you know what's sad though, Sturch? I lived twenty minutes when I lived in Ohio from the Hall of Fame. And oh really? Me, and me and my brother, we always said if Drew Pearson was going in, we were going to go. It would have been great. I yeah. had the extra rooms. Uh, I knew I knew the people that ran it, and um, and now you know I'm not going mean, to be what, there. We could still fly to, out. What though. a year to go, though! If you really wanted to go this year, I mean, you got Drew Pearson, you got Jimmy Johnson, you got remember all the other guys that didn't get to get in last year will be enshrined this year. So it's going to be like extra long. Charlie, or no, was it, that was the year before. Charlie Waters, right? Or did he go the year before? I think it was the year before, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. But. Yeah, so the Hall of Fame game comes up soon. Uh, we'll be playing the Steelers, meaning our starters will probably play about a minute and a half, and then you know you'll find out exactly what we got going on as far as depth is concerned. I'm just but, all concerned about the the rookie defenses, man. That's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, RJ Ochoa, the producer of this show, uh, definitely wants to know via the Jersey Boys podcast 
what exactly we're looking forward to the most in the first week of camp. Now, obviously, there's a million things to look forward to during the entire process where training camp goes long and you find out who's who and who's getting cut, who's on the block. But in that first week, it's obviously it's not make it or break it for a lot of these guys, but it somewhat is, I guess. You know, if you're a bubble guy already, you really got to bust out the seams immediately. So I'll start with Keith. Keith, when you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys first week of training camp, we, we enter camp on Wednesday. Um, what is something that you're looking forward to most about this 2021 Dallas Cowboys team? At what what camera angle uh, HBO is going to use? <laughs> Bro, beat me. I'm most excited about. He said he beat you to it. You're going to say. Yeah, the same well, thing. I was going to say. I'm I'm hoping that like Taylor Swift performs, <laughs> like right before the kickoff, and then we have yeah. like you know something like maybe a, a new kids on the block reunion or something right. would be great. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm most excited about, I know Brett was talking about the rookie defense, but and I know just even for the first week is just Dan Quinn, man. And the yeah. defense, that's what, and I know, I mean, people are going to say, Oh, uh, you know, a lot of people there, I mean, a lot of people out there that are Cowboy fans are thinking Dak Prescott, you know, first week just to really see him, you know, and if he's fully recovered. So, I mean, that obviously is a, you know, that's up there too, but man, I, I just want to see him. I want to see him line up. I want to see that. I know they did a little bit in the uh, in the in the um, mini camps they were doing. Yeah, OTAs. But, um, yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I want to see. Um, I can't wait to see like the. Uh, I want to see the matchups. You know, like uh, Diggs versus Lamb the first week. I'm excited to see them going at it. And I think that what makes it like they know. Like I'm not saying they're not trying voluntary mini camp because they are, but now it's like you know now they know the season's around the corner. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, so absolutely. I'm going, I, I'm going defense. I'm going all in defense. All right, yeah. I mean, it, it remains to be seen because obviously the defense was the Achilles heel to this Cowboys team for so many years, but specifically last year. I mean, obviously we lose Dak Prescott, and, you know, things just kind of crumbled I, from there. They were and, crumbling before we lost him. Stop but here's, that. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with that is, uh, like, I, I believe it's the most points ever scored against the Dallas Cowboy defense that last season. Yeah, right? So, yeah, which was yeah. like I think it was like thirty-seven more, uh, thirty-seven more points in two thousand ten. Because you know how many terrible defenses Romo had, which hindered his career. Probably would have won a Super Bowl or two if they weren't so bad. Um, but two thousand ten was a bad defense too. But then you look at the once again, you know, uh, they were the, I th- yeah, they were the worst rushing defense in the uh, history of the Dallas Cowboys. I think our second worst rushing defense, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and like we've addressed plenty in the offseason, you know, the Cowboys definitely did make some, you know, low-key signings to bolster up the middle of the interior. Um, obviously, the, the, you know, the linebackers are brand new. I don't want to, like, steal Brett's thunder if that's what he's looking forward to the most. But the linebackers and the defense as a whole, you know, it, it's it's going to be a whole new look, man. And, and I think that the Cowboys have a have a real good chance to, to you know, improve greatly uh, right off the rip. And I like I said, I think that Dan Quinn – sitting in that chair is a better defensive coordinator than Mike Nolan. And he hasn't done anything yet. You know, I think that Mike Nolan is that bad for this Cowboys team. So well, I think you, that, and, and I'm interested. I want to see, you know, that like our talent, like, like, do you think that I mean, on a scale from one to 10 to compare the talent we have to the talent that Dan Quinn had in Seattle, like, where would you, where would you rank us comparing the two? I mean, it's hard to compare is the two a, because they, what was that? Brett? I was going to say, is that an open question? Yeah. Go ahead, ahead, no, no, no. All, you right. Go. All right. Well, if I had to compare the two as far as talent, 
those guys over there were like your Richard Sherman's uh, shout out to his eventful weekend. Um, <laughs> and then you had like a uh, camp chancellor and, you know, there was, there was guys over there that hitting Bobby Wagner's like those teams. They had some established folks over there. I don't know if the Cowboys have the established folks yet. They, there's still a lot to build, but there's definitely intangibles. I think the, the Dallas Cowboys defense drafted, you know, the defensive coordinator and the entire organization drafted in a way to get similar players size wise for Dan Quinn. He likes that tall, lanky, you know, get up and get the bulk type dudes. And he was able to rebuild his defense and they kind of gave him the keys. They're like, all right, look, you, you we got to fix this and fix it fast. Who do you need? You know, and he's like, all right, I need X, Y, and Z. And here we are. So it remains to be seen. It's hard to compare the two because we haven't seen the product yet. Yeah, no, I know. I just once again. Well, I mean, again, with Seattle, you had that youth, uh, but they were all young at one point. And, this is true. You know, and, and it's it's hard to compare someone else's uh, chapter five to someone else's chapter one. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you can't do that. I, I can't wait. I'm really excited about our secondary this year. So you're, is that is that what we're, where you're uh, leaning towards? Well, you know why? Because you're you're not knocking. You don't have the pads on yet. Um, again, mini camp is is still a good assessment of talent for your corners and your receivers and all your skill positions. Because you know, even in today's day, you're not really hitting like that. And you know, it's it's all going to be coverage and and like a guy like Dion would be phenomenal in today's game because he was more of a finesse corner. You know what I mean? Where it wasn't as physical. Well, he would be phenomenal in, in, in training camp because, like, there would be no clanging and But I meant even, even right. the way that the cornerbacks play de- uh, defense today, it's, I mean, they want to be physical, but, you know, it's hard to be physical in today's yeah. NFL because you get flagged for everything. But that's where I, the excitement is going to be, for me at least, the first week is, uh, you know, those corners. And, and I want to see, you know, how our linebackers cover. You know? Yeah, I mean, they added. Obviously, they added Micah Parsons in the draft. They, they see drafted. that kid. I think I have a. I, I'm really, I'm really excited about that kid. Even more so when I learned more about when we had the kid on from Penn State and finding out that Parsons is a diehard Cowboys fan and this is a dream of his and he could come. He could be an edge rusher and you know because my guy was Collins, Zayvon Collins. Remember, I loved him. Right, and then he but went I, to jail. And then, yeah, now he's in jail. But no, I don't know if he's in jail or not. No, but I, I'm just <laughs> saying uh, that that would be – that's really where you're going to see it. And like he said too, mini camp, you're assessing talent. Now in 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 training camp, you're you're fighting for a job. So, yeah. you know – The Jalen Smith thing is going to be fun. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I, listen, I have faith in Jalen Smith. I know you do. I, I really I, do, man. I mean, again, I'm almost in the mentality of saying it can't get any worse. You know, at this point, and they've added the the, ne- the necessities at these positions. Um, but again, yeah, it remains to be seen uh, when it comes to what this Dallas Cowboys defense is going to be made of. So, all right. So to recap, you know, real quick, Keith is excited about Dan Quinn's defense to see what he can do as a whole right off the rip. Let's see what happens. Um, and then, of course, Brett excited about the secondary in particular because of the well, young. Dude, listen, man, when, when you and I'll make the comparison to comedy, mm-hmm. when, when you're doing those open mics and you're doing those bar shows and, and you're doing all these hell gigs, it all comes together when you get in front of a great art, like like at the main room at the comedy store at 1030 sold out. You got and you've been working in the OR, the original room at one o'clock in the morning. You know, it's a hell by fire. Is that how, or trial by fire, whatever yeah, that term is. Yep, yep, yep. 
our secondary was thrown into it last year and they played phenomenal. And, and I think that it, that is going to be one of the bright spots coming. I hope I'm right, but this can be one of the bright spots coming into this year. I don't know if uh, I know. I, I meant I thought they played well, but I meant a lot of times they were out of position. And that could be a coordinated thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that could no. That's that's just because we weren't getting pressure. Well, no, bro. I mean, there were times where they were. I mean, they, I mean, I'd never seen so many open receivers so wide open. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Starts. There were plays where. Yeah, they were, yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I think around. I think I think Brett's being, and and this is not typical Brett, but I think Brett's being a little generous when he says phenomenal. He just means that like. They played out. You know, they they played their balls off trying to <laughs> trying to get things done. On, we had a, a lot of rookies starting, defense. man. We had, you know we had uh, Diggs, which I, I I think that kid is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I I have. It's very... why my little brother was so good in football. Why is that? Because he can cover. No, because he was always playing against me and my friends as a kid. Yeah. So he always and, and then, that and next then, level. Yeah. So when he when he when he came into his into his uh, his frame, you know he he was used to overcompensating for being small. And the next thing you know, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, when, when you're just thrown into it, you, you have to adapt, you know, did I'm bringing evolution into this. argument. <laughs> did you see, uh, uh, did you start, we are, we lost one of our defensive backs who I'm not yeah, going to lie. When I saw his name, I was like, I think he got, if I, if I read it correctly, I think he got in trouble. So I yeah, think yeah, he just parted ways and said, you know, bye-bye, you know, like we're not, that's the thing you can't, you, if you're going to, yeah, if you're a bubble player, you can't do that. Yeah. Like this is not the time. I mean, I just looked at an article uh, before about who they're bringing into camp as far as like the amount of players. It's like, it's insane. I know they, I know you obviously get deep at every, every position, but dude, there's 13 receivers coming in to, to camp for the Dallas Cowboys this year. Like that's dude, just bro. But, yeah, no, I was going to say that uh, uh, the Robinson, that was the kid's name, I believe. Right? Yes. That was cut? Yes. What was his first name? I don't remember. I think it was Richard. Richard, yeah, Richard yeah. Robinson. So it's not Reggie. Reggie Robinson's still with us. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Richard. there are a lot of people who got confused, like, how can you do this? And they're like, I'm like, guys, it's the wrong guy. Everybody calm down. Like, it's not the same dude. Yeah, he, so, um, I mean, he did start three games for us, and he had a good game against Cincinnati. That was really it. That was that's really that, like I, a little coming out say, party of sorts. Register when I when I saw his name, I'm like, oh, and then I, I saw that's the picture they used. Was him. right? Yeah, it's was, it was <laughs> right. That's like the one the one shining moment. Like, hey, hurry up, pose real quick, and he's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know? but, but you know what's funny is like him. Um, he was what we were talking about in last season of Jersey Boys. He was one of those hungry players, though. That's why he played so well. Yeah, that's why they're like, oh, you know, he had, he started three games when our defense was playing a lot better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was one of those hungry guys that, you know, they threw him in, you know, but I don't like what he said. What do you say? Oh, you're going to regret this or whatever it is. Like, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Like, that's not a good look. It's not a good look for Especially any future you're being suspended. It's like, dude, right. It's not a good look because for your future employers, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take a flyer on a guy that basically just bashed the team that just got yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I know so, you want to hear a guy say, listen, I messed up. Yeah, uh, just own up. Accountability. Just yeah. own up, and you'll. I don't even it. know what he did. I don't know. What, I don't, I don't either. Know what, I don't either. I can't even right. tell you what you know. He probably wasn't as bad as like what we what we've seen about like Richard Sherman, which even but that wasn't even that bad. That either. was like, stupid. Man. I think like, it was PEDs. Maybe I don't know. I forget. Oh, it could have been. That, that could have been a thing. Yeah, maybe not even like. I, I forget. It was only an hour ago. I read the article. And I, I forgot. So. That's you know. that's how memorable this guy is. You know what I mean? We got to make sure we uh, leave the memories alone. You know that that's the other thing that that I, I I'm hoping on too, man. And you know, and it's what made the Jerry Rice's and the Walter Paytons and the Michael Irvins. They were never comfortable. I mean, they knew they were they were starting. Like it, it, it's a mindset, right? Like whenever you see somebody in the league, 
or in anything in any professional arena of it. You're supposed to be there. If you're, you can't be shocked at yourself. So there has to be a, a confidence in in your ability and the acceptance that I'm one of the best at what I do, or I wouldn't be here. But right. you can't also be comfortable. In, you, you you can't be comfortable in knowing that you're already the starter. Like you know, Walter Payton trained every day like he was going to get cut, even though he knew he wasn't going to get cut. But you know, it's it's taken it to that whole other level. And the the one thing I'm hoping is that because Dak has that, Dak does not like let let up. He no. trains, he studies. The kid the kid is good. I'm hoping Zeke comes in this year, you know, in camp, ready to go, focused. You know, because I mean, from what you don't want what I to seen, be comfortable. Uh, I know you don't want to. I mean, I don't. I hate doing this to myself because you know how I get, guys. Like you guys see me for a year now. I get excited about every little goddamn thing. But you know the videos and the pictures and what this guy looks like right now. Zeke looks like he's on another goddamn level. Like he looks out of his mind in great shape, and he's moving so like just aggressively and fast and swift. And he might be. Look, here's the thing, Ezekiel Elliott, and this is not even what I'm most excited about, but I'll touch on it anyway. Like Ezekiel Elliott is being left off top ten running back lists. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's oh, you know what? It's not unbelievable because of his performance last year. I know, but like I, I feel top like 10, mm. top right. Like yeah. it doesn't matter like, though. It doesn't matter because that's how easy you could just be phased out of the league. So no, I, it, I, I, you, yeah, yeah, I you, get you, it. But I, what I'm saying is like all right. For instance, uh, I believe blog. Yeah, blogging the boys put it on on their Instagram last night. Um, the rushing yards or rushing title odds, right? And Zeke was like twelve to one, which was like I don't know eleventh or twelfth best to win the rushing title. And I commented, I said, everybody should take these odds right now. And because and, Zeke could probably win the rushing title this year. Like, it, like, all right. I, I mean, there's a lot of factors to that. And, and I hope you're, I hope that's true. He definitely has the potential to do it, but you can't be in awe and, and shocked when y- your last year's performance was not a top 10 performance. Agreed. No. Agreed. I, I, like I said, I'm not going to dismiss it. I'm not, a, I'm and not we, an apologist. And we've, seen, and we've seen this before in the NFL. You've seen, Running backs that have blown it up the year before, and the next year they're just yeah. they, you know. That's, so that's it, what you got to look at right there, man. It's like but I, I will say, and you know, the, the injuries for offensive line. That yeah, that contributed. You know what I mean? Not, not having the starting quarterback, having to play with a Danucci and Gil, uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I meant you know, Dalton when he was learning. You know, still get. I mean, that all played a factor. Do you know? Too, but, do, you, do you know because of this show, I literally call him Gilbert Godfrey, like as if that is literally his name. <laughs> like, oh, I keep I keep saying Danucci. Well, yeah, that Danucci is uh, coming into his own too. But they're wrong. Way. You know, they're wrong. They're, that's it. Uh, Driscoll got signed. You know, by the Texans, Jeff Driscoll. Well, they need. All the help they can get. I'm just saying, that. though. I mean, we're, I mean, there's no. I mean, we're, we're rolling with Godfrey, bro. Oh God! Well, there's Cooper Rush, there's Godfrey, and there's also yeah, Godfrey, uh, Godfrey did Nuch. well against Pittsburgh, man. I, like, yeah, I still great. like what Godfrey it, it did against game, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's like the, that's Flamble. the one. That's the one. They use like a picture from last year. That's the picture they'll use of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did for Robinson with the Bengals. They'll use a picture of him. Versus don't worry, about, but don't worry about what Danucci does. Danucci is doing what he's doing. Don't worry Danucci, about. Yeah, I'm not worried about Danucci at all, bro. I'm They're going to keep Danucci there because you know when the moms come in and they cook for the team meal. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know Danucci's mom comes in, food everywhere. Grab another piece of garlic bread. Go, go ahead, kids. Go ahead, kids. Eat. It's for the table. <laughs> She puts out, it's for the table. Everybody pick. 
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. God, the guy's a lo- like just a living legend within our podcast alone. Uh, we can't be the only ones. There's no way. But um, all right, so I'll get into mine, what I'm most excited about. You would think that the obvious are, yes, Dak's return. Can Zeke come into form? Is this offense going to be as explosive as it's supposed to be? Everybody's going to light up, you know, when they first see that first connection between Dak and Gallup and Dak. And look, I think Cooper is going to take a little while because of the the scope injury and stuff. But like then you have C.D. Lamb and like all these receivers and and the, the return of Blake Jarwin. So, yeah, the offense is the hype, man. The offense is what's going to have to really set the tone this year because if we can get off to like a nice little 10, 13, 14 point lead, you just hope that the defense plays mediocre and that's how we win some games. You know what I mean? I'm not sure, obviously, but I will tell you this. I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball too. And yes, am I excited about Dan Quinn? Absolutely. Am I excited about the new linebackers? 110%. I'm excited for Randy Gregory this year because here's I almost sound like Collinsworth. Here's a guy. No, but like here's a here's an individual who's going to be playing on this Cowboys team that every year we've ever had him on our roster, he'd go into training camp, he'd look amazing, and then be like, wow, we can't wait to get him in week six or week 12 or week whenever the hell he comes back. Randy Gregory is going to get a full year, right? And I think that this kid is so talented that not only will he eat in this year, I honestly think this helps out again to Marcus Lawrence on his season because look, you can't, there's no more chop blocks to, to one side anymore. These guys are going to be equals. Yeah. I truly believe that. I truly believe they're going to be equals when it comes to that. And the interior, again, they've addressed it with some middle-class names that, you know, some might not know. And then we drafted pretty well in that regard. We drafted a big, big dude in Bohannon. Like there's a lot of guys that like the depth is there, but I'm excited see, about Randy Gregory with a full season. I agree with you on that. And and the other thing too is those those edge rushers are your skill positions pretty much on a D line. Right. When you draft those guys, and we talked about that before, those 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 no name guys that can fill those gaps, th- those are always become the best players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and remember that one dude one. for the Cardinals? Uh he they draft him out of a semi pro team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Eric what, uh what was his name? Eric uh Swan. Yeah, Eric Swan or something like that. And then he he ended up like yeah they leading. drafted him. He, he yeah he was in a first round pick from a semi pro team. Yeah, he just played semi pro <laughs> football. They took him That's off great. the <laughs> they took him off the sandlot, and this guy was leading in sacks. I mean, he played he had a great great uh, uh, season, a career. 
in the NFL. But th- those you always find those gems, and you also get those gems on the offensive line, you know. Yeah, where, I mean, like those those trenches guys. So, I, um, but we won't see them until we until the second week of training camp. Yeah, um, you'll see most that, of those bat. Yeah, you'll see most of those big time. You know, they'll start banging heads uh, a couple days into camp. It's not going to be right away, but. I'm definitely excited to not only that see uh, besides Randy Gregory, but I'm also excited to see him work against the return of Lyle Collins and the return of Ty- uh, Tyron but Smith. But that's that's week two though. Starts. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just I'm getting ahead of myself. We're not going to see that in week one. We're going to see those guys. You know, they're going to work on their footwork and you know, but it's those skill positions that you're going to get to see, but really see. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know? look, there's, there's a lot of a lot of positivity, a lot of optimism surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but you all right? you're right there, bro. Just falling apart. You, you, you can't hear me. Well, that's sad. You can jump out and jump back in. Yeah, he was going to say he's going to jump back, jump back in. But um, yeah, now there's a lot of optimism around the Dallas Cowboys team Uh, in that same mentality where it's like you can't get any worse than last year. You know, last year was abysmal on so many levels and for so many reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we're it, beating that, we're beating that dead horse when they, when they get in there, I want to see them focus. You know, um, I was re not rethinking about the HBO thing, but maybe they're going to want to perform more now. You know what I mean? They don't want a little bit of incentive. You know how these kids are, bro. These younger kids, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm look, I understand what your logic is between you and Keith not liking, you know, not liking the hard knocks thing, but I got a feeling that this could potentially right, listen, bring out some listen, of the best. Sturchy. They're either, you're either going to have one or two things. And what I mean by that is I don't want them performing for the camera. I want them to not want to be embarrassed on national TV, if that makes sense. Makes total so sense. It, it's one of those things where you ever hear that comment where people, do you like winning more than you hate losing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if the camera's on them, I don't, I, 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 I'm nervous they're going to perform for the camera and be distracted that way, but it could work in their favor where their ego kicks in and said, I don't want to look like a fool and I want to show the world I'm giving 110%. You know what I mean? So right. it could work that way. Keith, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I don't, I bet I lost you guys there. No, time. yeah, no, we, we started talking about the fact that like maybe possibly hard knocks doing a little bit of a favor for the Cowboys considering like Brett doesn't want to see them like perform for the camera, but he also thinks that some of these guys have these mentalities where they don't want to be embarrassed either. Yeah. And gonna, and work, again, their, work their well, ass off if they can, which they will, but. Well, yeah, when you're, um, well, that's the thing. If they don't want to be embarrassed, then they're going to, you know, they're, they're not going to, they're going to be more, they're going to be worrying about that more than learning a new playbook or learning a new defense. And that's what I'm worried about. You know, Nick Eatman actually said uh, on DallasCowboys.com, because I was reading what he thought about hard knocks and he, he's like, you know what, the two times we were on, he's like, yeah, we went five and 11 one time and nine and seven the second time, but the five and 11 time, he's like, we didn't have a quarterback. And then the nine and seven time we had Romo and he's right. We remember he went down that mid season, which if he didn't go down in the season for three or four games, that season, 2000, uh, 2008 season, right. If he didn't go down, they, uh, they would have went to the playoffs. No problem. Right. You know, they went nine and seven because Brad Johnson came in and couldn't throw past 10 yards. No, oh, what a statue he was. Huh? I know. I know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It was, it was horrible. And when that, that, once again, we saw how much we value, we valued Romo when he came back in that season on that Redskins Sunday night game and got us out of a, you know, the, uh, the losing streak that we were in because of Brad Johnson. 
But um, anyways, so that's what he was saying. Like, you can't compare those hard knocks to the, you know, to this team. Do you know what I'm saying? Because no, yeah, absolutely. You never know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? But I disagree with Nick Eatman. I still think it's a distraction. I think it's something that we don't need. I just do. I just, I just want us to go in and 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 just concentrate on football and not worry about, you know, hard knocks being on. I'm being very on the most popular cable channel in the in the world. Right. I'm actually very surprised at both of you, um, considering the fact that we're we're talking about the defense and what we're excited about for Week One, and you know, we're, we're you know, there's obviously there's a couple obvious ones. With uh, again, as I repeat them, Dak Prescott, Zeke, all that stuff, the offense, and then what we've all said collectively is all good. You guys said nothing about their long snapper, McQuaid. Like you said nothing about this well, guy. There's in. a reason for that. And Why is that? I, I, well, because he's on a uh, he's on a, a deep state mission, <laughs> McQuaid, right now overseas. <laughs> he's he's long snapping grenades right now, <laughs> McQuaid. <laughs> Hey, McQuaid, I was, I was waiting for it. I, I could have sworn that was coming. Well, it's never good, bro. I was going, McQuaid. We got to send you over to Afghanistan before camp. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> taking out the Taliban right now, and then he's coming back. <laughs> Couple extra reps over there in the uh, desert. But, but you know what? I wanted to. Uh, um, I wanted to go back because I, I got when you know I got disconnected. But with Randy Gregory, mm-hmm. uh, and and I mean this. I mean, in the nicest way, I, I, I'm, I'm worried. Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 when I say, I don't know, I'm not that excited. Really? Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not only that, like, I, I don't know if he can, I, I don't think he can last the full season, man. I just don't. Well, we haven't seen it yet. Exactly. I mean, that's my thing. I mean, even when he's, it's like, you know, well, you mean behavior wise or health wise? Uh, I just think just, yeah, I think more uh, maybe health-wise or, or behavior. Whatever. Behavior was a weed thing, and that's legal yeah. now, so that's yeah, not. Yeah, but I, I, that, I don't know, man, because, like, when he like if you notice, he was great when you, when you would, when they would bring him in, and he could get to the quarterback, but a lot of running plays, seems he was getting tired a lot, like, stuff like that. Yeah, that I we also have a rotation and stuff for guys that yeah, are better against the run, true. you know? Like I said, so. I got to – I mean, I, I have to I, – I, I, this is one I really – like, I, I wouldn't mind – like, if they were like, oh, we're going to start somebody else, I'd be like, okay. Like, that's how I feel about Randy Gray. That's how much trust I have in him right now. Wow. You know, it's funny, too. We talk about the rotation, but uh, I think we talked about it on the show when I watched that roundtable thing on the NFL Network with Michael Strahan. Uh, what's his name? Jason Taylor. Randy White was there. Bruce Smith was there. Howie Long was there. And they were talking about that. And, and Midway, if you get to see it again, um, look it up on YouTube. You see... Randy White and, and Bruce Smith, and they, they, they laugh a little. So did Howie. And Mike's like, why are you laughing? And he realized, he's like, yeah, you guys never left the game, right? Like those old defensive guys never left. There was no rotation. Yeah, they just, yeah. They just stayed on the field and kept playing and playing and playing. <laughs> and, you know, in today's day and age, we're, we're supposed to be have the, the greatest athletes of all time. But re- are they really? I mean, are you, you're getting gassed out at a, at a two, three plays. You got to come out. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. If it's a, I don't know if it's an engine thing. You know, I don't know if they're getting run out of gas. I think it's just like a, it's just like not entitlement. Entitlement's the wrong word, but it's just like no, I, you know, I've I seen. I've seen our play. D-line sucking air, bro. Hands on their hips, yep. had a breath. They have to yeah. take themselves out. You know, right? Give the little signal over to the coach saying, "Let's go, man. I need a blow." <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, on I'm third actually, down, the opening third down of the first series. I'm actually would start you on this one, though, Keith. I, I think Randy Gregory is. I mean, look, what are you doing with your arms, bro? 
Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm smacking hey, the chair. He loves talking about those old Dallas Cowboys, man. He gets them going, you know? Well, um, no, but I was going to say with him, I, 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 I will say the good news is if, if he doesn't last the season or if it, it, it's time to, you know, that'll be it for him with, with the Cowboys, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's definitely that one of those, like, prove it players, you know, he's got to definitely come out. And that's why I think in the first week of training camp, despite the fact that, you know, you, you can't really go get Dak Prescott and lay the wood on him, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that. But at least, like, getting to him, you know, beat your man. Like, and that's, your speed. that's something else I want to bring up. But go ahead, Keith. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Because I, I was the, the subject was about to change a little bit. I was gonna change well, I was going to talk ahead. about Dak. Uh, that's also what I want to see. Um, that it's now officially Dak's team. I mean, he's the franchise. Uh, it, it a lot has to be on his shoulders to get everybody going. Get you know, there has to be that those players is you know, they always had a defensive captain, an offensive captain, and then a team captain, you know. And um, the one thing I always loved about Dak again, I was just more concerned about if the, if his contract would have hurt us, which you know, now it's signed. The kid does work hard. The kid is focused. He's not a clown. Um, and I think that, you know, coming into camp, a, a lot will be said on how he takes the reins on the team and becomes that that player in the locker room and the one that you just don't want to disappoint and leads by example. Yeah, you just take that extra step this year in particular because of the contract, because of, yeah, I mean, that, that was the basic, you know, the contract extension for Dak Prescott was the Dallas Cowboys saying, you're the guy. Let's get to it. You know, here we go. But now, now it's his team. So right. in training camp, he has to set the precedent right there. He's got to lead by example, like Staubach did, like Aikman did, even Roma, you know, where, you know, the kid is already showing he has heart. I personally am not worried about the ankle. It was a clean break. It's mended. It's going to be even protected now. I mean, you know. You think, I, that, I, you think that changes his game at all? No, 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 no. Not at all. Man. I mean, I broke my ankle before. And yeah. you know, it's you, you, you just you're 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 aware of it. I mean, it's just part of it's just part of the game. You right. know, I, I broke right uh, this collarbone right here. You know, you just there's nothing you can do with it. You just you just keep playing. It just becomes part of it, and you worry about it later on when you hit your forties. You just and, get up and, and, you and, just, and you're trying to trying to do shoulder presses, and you, you can't just get anymore. up and you do the, the old Martin Riggs uh, lethal weapon, just <laughs> yeah. right back in the side. pop it right back in. I mean. <laughs> That's what that's what's great about being in your twenties, man. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you heal a little better. Keith, what were you saying? Is uh, you said we were switching it over. Oh no, no, no! It's just that we were when we were talking about Randy Gregory, I was just thinking about like how many chances that, like with Jerry Jones, like he, he, you know, he sticks with his players, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's I, some kind of there's up. some kind of love affair there because Not he's giving him, it that chance after chance. That like with a lot of you know a lot of the players, like he'll, he'll stand by him until like, you know, he even stood with Jay Ratliff for a while until he flipped his, and we, and, and Josh Brent, you know, the, uh, the DUI guy. Yeah. He stood, like he's stand like, and I, I brought this up on the, on your football team podcast, you know, would you rather like as a, as a player, like who would you rather play for? Would you rather play for a Jerry Jones or a Robert Kraft? And I would, if I was a player, I'd want to play for a Jerry Jones as a fan though. I want a Robert Kraft. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you, when you when you play for a Jerry Jones, you're playing like he's your father all of a sudden. He'll take like, care of you. Whereas yeah. Robert Kraft, the guy, like a player <clears throat> on the Patriots, would be like, "Hey, I want an additional million. And Robert Kraft would be like, "Oh yeah, really? Okay, well, go to Cleveland, and go enjoy yourself." <laughs> I remember that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, well, here's a question, never, Keith. 
do you think do you think jerry does it because he's supportive or because he doesn't want to be wrong i i I could maybe be i don't know that's a good question but all i know is that 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 they would have never done the zeke they would have never done the d law they would have never done the cooper thing never like they wouldn't have maybe maybe the patriots never they yeah. would have never gave uh, this, and it, and look what Zeke did last year what, that you were just bringing up, and he's taking so much money from the salary cap. You know what I mean for that certain position. So I meant, you know, uh, um, that's the thing with Je- with Jerry. Whereas they they they're I think they they run a football team more than Jerry does. They're better at it, right? Whereas Jerry might be, hey, you know, it might be a Jersey thing, too, not a Jersey boys, but like a a Jersey selling thing. Like, yeah, I got to keep Zeke. You know, he's a great player and. You know, we'll make more money with Z. He's, you know, he's stuff a businessman. Like you know? so, so Jerry yeah. runs it more as a business, whereas Kraft runs it more as a football team, which is what yes. Jesse Holly was talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like with Robert Kraft, where he's like, you know, like what jerseys do you buy at the Patriots? Tom Brady? What else? Who else? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you don't, there's no one else. There's no one else to, uh, there's not, not, no one other jersey to buy right now. Even in the past, who are you going to buy? McGinnis? Yeah, maybe Ty Law, Ty Bruce, Law, Bruce Law, but I meant there are jersey sales now for the Cowboys. You can, you can. Uh, I mean, they're they're off the bat. Uh, um, you know, you got freaking well, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott right there. Those are two big jersey sales. Oh, yeah, make you, sure you go pick up the new fresh, clean nine that Jalen Smith is wearing. Yeah, what's but what's <laughs> but I mean, look, Jerry's already proven he 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 he's he's made that the most successful sports franchise with uh not I even know, winning that, well, winning not. super bowl so i mean yeah i mean he's obviously a proven businessman but no but i'm that's the, i'm just saying as a player I of would course play for jerry jones because i'll make i would make more money with jerry jones and then there's more to do with the cowboys when you retire as a dallas Cowboy, all you need is that one moment that one great that's it, game man like look jesse dude holly. look look at look at i mean yes jesse holly look at barry church look at all these guys yeah, that are all exactly. of a sudden like on dallas cowboy television you know they just never go away they're a cowboy for life you're paid on the payroll forever yeah. you know so that's a great well, no, i mean that makes sense now but uh, you know again it, i'm not saying you're advocating for that you're just pointing it out right i'm saying now that I agree with you. Obviously, he took this 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 franchise and made it the richest franchise in the world, and we haven't won a Super Bowl or a championship in 26 years. I personally am tired of that. Um, I, yeah. I know it's not going to go away. I mean, it's the same reason why you know again you're on HBO. Um, it's very difficult as a, as a as a diehard fan and and a guy who loved the game and played the game pretty much his whole life. You know, obviously I wasn't good enough to go to the pros, but, you know, the work ethic and mentality is the same, whether you're a a janitor, a construction worker, a comedian, a president, whatever your position is, that's the one common denominator is the pride in your work and the outcome of, of, of what you do and what you put into it. That's in any profession, teacher, cop, it doesn't matter. And again, a lot of times these players think, well, I'm in the NFL, I make all this money, so what the hell do you know? What do you do? You know what I mean? Right. Where where we need that football guy, like Jesse said, to start running this team like a football team. And yeah. and, I, and I think that when that eventually merges, now we're back to, 90, to the 90s football. All right. That's I mean, it's point. why Jimmy Johnson left, dude. Once yeah, he left, no. Switzer came in, but I meant, you know, that was little Sturch's guy, but that's the last time we won, and that was still with Jimmy's team. Right. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Look, that's maybe. that's how much that's how important a football guy is. And and you and Kraft has how many Super Bowls? 
Right. But I, you know, like he said, I, without I, any, I think, any stars other than Brady. No. I think that, I think that, um, I know I am, and I know Jerry probably is. Um, there, there is somewhat of a uh, somewhat of a pass for the 2020 season, considering what happened, considering COVID, considering all this crap. Okay. That Mike McCarthy might listen. Mike McCarthy might be the football guy we need, and so is Dan Quinn. These are oh, football man. guys. So I'm just saying, Search, these are football guys. Why do we keep looking at 2020? We have to look at a track record. Now, put it to you like this. Let's say Jerry Jones was assessing Jerry Jones. Do you think Jerry Jones would keep Jerry Jones? No, he's, 20... he's made that known. He's made that known. Jerry Jones said, I would fire myself if, if, yeah. like, if I was. And then he put his kid in there. You know, I mean, all we have to do is just try to be optimistic. <laughs> That's all. As we enter the first week of training camp. Listen, this I week. am optimistic. And, and what are the comments? Do people agree with us or not? I don't read that stuff. I'm just out of curiosity. I mean, no, we, honestly, bro, everyone agrees with me. Yeah, that's typically the, the responses we've been getting. Fan, thumbs up. At America's fan. Thumbs up. At America's fan. Heart thumbs up. At America's fan. So then they're then they're agreeing with me too, then. Yeah, because yeah, you much. typically you both both of you guys are usually against me. I'm the I'm the Mr. Optimism, and then the the, the, the naysayers over here are the Ernst well, you're brothers. Our, you're our millennial. And stop. and stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. No way. You're not 40 yet, are you? No, bro. I'm 30, 35. Yeah, oh, you're our millennial. No, oh, man. Little Sturch. It's okay. Little Sturch is a millennial. Speaking of the Sturchio name before I wrap this up, it is July the 19th. And on this day in 1957, my old man was born. So I want to give a special happy birthday. Shout out to Papa Sturch, who is the reason why I am a desperate, dying inside Cowboys <laughs> fan that I've been for my entire life. And, and I really and you know uh, how many games Papa Sturch won for the Cowboys is from being in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> At least two. At, At least, least two, he claims. <laughs> Ring of Honor. around, Everson. I get it. You don't got to tell me. He was there. He'll never let me forget All it. Right. Happy so in honor, of pa- in honor of Papa Sturge, what does he think when he listens to this? Does he, he agree thinks- Does he agree with Little Sturge or does he agree with the two no. bitter – uh, <laughs> he is he is full fans. he is fully on board thinking that the Dallas Cowboys will probably not hoist any Lombardis until there's a complete regime change. So he's on he's on team Ernst Brothers. He he doesn't really agree with me. I'm the one who always has to be like, but Dad, we got this guy, and Dad, we got this guy. You know, like Dad, we just drafted Jim Jeffcoat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm trying. But, yeah, but <laughs> so. With that being said, it is the start of the Dallas Cowboys training camp. Be sure to always download and subscribe to all the podcasts here on the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network. They're going to be covering training camp up and down, left and right. So I be sure wait. to go. I can't wait. I can't oh, wait. dude, it's going to be great. Finally, some football, some Dak Prescott stuff, some stuff that we just touched on and what we're excited about. It's all going down and, on and Wednesday. Again, and and I'm not I, I was so amped up for 2020. And this is this was, you know. This wake, is a different feel, though. Waking to be honest up Christmas morning, and there was no presence. I'm, I'm, I'm going into this season with no expectations. Uh, you know, none at all. I still think the Redskins might win our division, but I think we could get a wild card this year, and we, we'll just go with that. We'll see. We'll see. Got to get in the dance to uh, get. I to just the hope ball. we can get over six six wins this season. You know, I mean. <laughs> I think- I think they're with all this to. talent and Randy Gregory. Why wouldn't we be able to get six wins? 
So that being said, for Sturch, Dave Sturchio here, along with Keith and Brett Ernst. This has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.